Are you sure we don't need to frame the new environment or anything? No, we definitely shouldn't be making the sound effects right now. But you know what I mean, right? We need to build a soundscape. We need texture. We have it. Outdoors is way different from being in the studio. Only thing I'm concerned about is the mic. This? Why? I mean, it's just kind of janky. <gasps> Careful! You'll hurt its feelings. And it's on now, by the way. More casual top of show chat. And you're sure you want to hold it? Because I've been practicing... I am. You can listen if you want. No, I hate hearing the sound of my voice. I'm good. Ooh, I have some bad news for you about what a podcast is. I just mean that I trust you to make it sound good and, like, zooms are easy. Keep an eye on the gain and you should be fine. And, you know, you have the mic now and then maybe... I have some extra content segments for your next episode. Hmm. I'm good with that. I found this really cool thing on the Witch of... Don't tell me! I want to hear it fresh. Okay. Well, how's the rundown looking? Well, it's looking like it exists only in my head. Liz! I don't want to be locked into anything. Mark Marin doesn't have a rundown. Yes, he does. Can we talk about this later, though? I'm forgetting all my questions for Deirdre. This is why you should write things down. Maybe we'll try that next time. <sighs> well, how do you want to intro this? Uh, super quickly. Like, just a welcome, and then I'll drop the theme music in and go back to us outside. Cool. Great, I'll count us down. Three, two, one. Welcome, welcome to Untold Virginia. Virginia. I'm your host, Elizabeth. In case you missed our last episode, Untold Virginia is a show where we bring you lots of interesting stories about Virginia and America's history. Now, you'll notice that this episode sounds very different from the last. That's because... We're outside! Frank Gansvort, our station manager and guest from last time, set us up with this awesome historic Jamestown tour with his friend Deirdre. And yes, I did have to convince Ruth that it was a good idea. I didn't think it was a bad idea. I just want us to be cautious. Anywho, we talked with Deirdre a little bit on the phone, and she's super nice. Fortunately, she agreed to show us, and you, around. We're on our way to meet Deirdre now. She said she'd meet us at a church? 1608 church or the Jamestown church? Jamestown one. Oh, okay, good. You might want to shut off the mic for this. It's going to be a bit... We are here with Deirdre Reynolds in the middle of historic Jamestown. Here, say hi. Hello, everyone. Was that good? Should I do a few different hellos? That was perfect. Yeah. Okay, because I'd be happy to do more if you'd like. I did a few vocal warm-ups so I can give you whatever you need for a good tape. You're doing great. All you need to do is be yourself. Don't worry about it. Exactly. Take a deep breath. Everything is totally fine. You've got this. You don't need to pretend to be somebody or not. We want to talk to and highlight you. Oh, you're so sweet. Okay, I'm just a little nervous. I haven't been on camera in quite some time. Well, it's a podcast. You're already doing amazing. Don't worry about it. And Elizabeth is going to edit this afterwards, so if you mess up, no big deal. You know, you stop, start over if you don't like what you said, and... If you say something you didn't mean to, by accident, just let us know and we'll cut it out of the final interview. Amazing. You know, what if I told you my real age? (laughs) Uh, Okay. (laughs) Deirdre. Girls. 
I could be your aunt or something. It's really embarrassing. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm sorry. Just before we start, will Frank be listening to this before it goes live? I don't think so. I mean, he said he was cool with that. He doesn't need to review it before he posts it, so. Oh, okay. But if you want, we could... Oh, that would be very wonderful. Oh, Frank can be very particular, so I'd love to confirm that he has everything from this that he needs. Absolutely. We'll ask him before we do anything. Uh, yeah, sure. Okay. Oh, shoot. Ruth, I don't know if I'm doing... Can, can you tell... What? Look at this line here. Oh, sorry, yeah. sorry. A quick sound thing. See that line in. We're ready whenever you are. Oh, oh I'm sorry. All right. I'm ready. And how close should I be to the microphone? Oh, I'll bring it to you after we've asked you a question. Sound good? Fabulous. Okay. I'm sorry. Before we start, I just have to tell you. I know Frank set this up, but girls, I'm so excited. Oh, I love podcasts. Oh, really? What do you listen to? Oh, well, I've always loved Howard Stern. And I listen to Ryan Seacrest's Top 40 every Sunday. Well, you know, those, aren't those are amazing. So, Deirdre, can you tell us a little bit about where we are? <clears throat> we are... <clears throat> we are in historic Jamestown. Specifically, we are in Newtown. This loop is the traditional walking tour path for most visitors. But we're not most visitors. We just passed the 1608 church. Well, come on. Girls, come on. Uh, Deirdre, can you talk a little bit about the work that you do with Historical Society and how uh, that intermingles with the work that you do uh, with Jamestown? Sure, sure. Uh, well, Frank, uh, he actually helped me get the job here at Historic Jamestown, specifically working in the settlement itself. Frank actually got me involved in the society, and it's really just sort of shaped my day-to-day -day life. Ideally, I'd be performing every day, but you know. You gotta make a couple pennies so you, you can eat. You know, <laughs> I'm not really one for busking, so uh, I'm sorry. I I've lost your question again. Um, we can just move on from that. What are some of your favorite parts of the historical society? Oh, my favorite parts. Oh, okay. I love. You know, we we really try to create this love of the beginning of Jamestown. You know, does that make sense? Like. With the society in conjunction with all of these historic places and buildings and lands, the history is alive and it's really just ancestral veneration that we really try to achieve through the society's aid. The historical society itself, I like to think of it as sort of the silent backbone of the entire community, truly. Uh, without the historic Jamestown, we would lose a lot of our community involvement, you know, that family, that culture, the ties that you bring in together. And without the society's funding, we wouldn't have historic Jamestown. We wouldn't have discoveries. We wouldn't have found new pieces of history that really connect us back to the root of it all. You know what I mean? Yeah, like what? So, all right. I hope you have strong stomachs. Okay. The Historical Society helped fund an archaeological dig that, are you ready for this? We found evidence of cannibalism in the 1600s. Isn't that wild? Yes, tell me more. They named these 
pieces of bone, of human bone, a partial skull, and I believe a, a tibia. They named her Jane. So we're just going to call her Jane. We, we like to give a name. We like to honor those souls. Yeah, and that's sort of like the Jane Doe thing, right? Like John Doe, Jane Doe, like unknown person, oh. but like sort of giving them still a name. Is that the thought behind it? Well, I, th- I just thought that Jane was a pretty name. But oh, yes, yeah, I yes, mean, could of be, course. Could be. Right. Jane, Jane Doe. Uh, well, we estimate that Jane was about 14 years old, and she was a victim of cannibalism. Now, don't think that this is something that mayhaps the, the communities surrounding, maybe the native peoples had, had been cannibalizing, but it, it was more means of survival. Our very own ancestors had to resort to cannibalism to survive. But you know, to resort to sort of the starvation and, and to tie this back to the historical society, without that historical society's funding, we would be starving ourselves. We would be cannibalizing our own history. So, uh, wow. Wow, great stuff. And, and really to just to, to sort of bring this all back to your original question, which I believe was uh, the historical society's influence yes. and impact on the, the community that we are in right now. It's just truly without this historical society, I'm sorry, I, I get really, really passionate about this. This is something that I've worked very, very, very hard for oh, to, okay. to, to help survive. But this is just about survival. Do you know what I mean, Ruth? Do you know what I mean? I do. Okay, because this, this historical society and historic Jamestown really just reflects overall sort of the impact that, that history itself has. It shows that we are all surviving and, and doing the best that we can. Like, it was survival cannibalism, not just cannibalism for the sake of cannibalism. Do you know what I mean? You have to survive by any means necessary. And that's what the society helps us do. It helps us survive by any means necessary, by learning and, and, and growth and discovery. Uh, wow. Um, I don't mean to hold us up right here, but I just couldn't help but look at this beautiful bronze statue right here of John oh. Smith. Um, I do remember that the statue was erected in 1909, I believe, but yes. could you explain a little bit more about his relationship to Jamestown? And Absolutely. Uh, well, I, I'm really impressed, Ruth. That, that's really incredible. Are you trying to take my job? <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Uh, so John Smith, um, actually, okay, let's start. let's start from the top. Captain Christopher Newport arrives from England on three different ships, I believe he had brought in. Uh, the Susan Constant, um, the Discovery, and my favorite, the Godspeed. Uh, they, they came in to establish James City, which is now Jamestown. And at that same time, we meet our hero, John Smith. He was a captain, and as our Captain Christopher Newport had taken all of his findings, the minerals, the food, the grains, and brought them back over to England. We left John Smith in charge to sort of move upstream. So as he went up the river, he was captured by uh, the brother of Chief Powhatan, who actually kept him prisoner. 
So I know we've been talking a lot about John Smith, and he's super fascinating, but a lot of people don't know the woman behind all of this, oh. Pocahontas. Um, her statue used to be here as well. I know you had to move it, but it's all yes. it's all still oh. here somewhere. Absolutely. It, it was just moved slightly west. She's actually got this beautiful statue near the water, and she's sort of a beacon for when the fairies would come in, you would see Pocahontas, and Pocahontas would welcome the people onto the land. Uh, Pocahontas actually intervened to save John Smith's life, much like the story that we all know, but she doesn't marry him. I know that's crazy, right? No love songs, no ballads. She didn't marry him. She married someone else, actually. John Rolfe, who imprisoned her. Weird, right? So, Deirdre, you talk about John Rolfe imprisoning Mm. Pocahontas. Who was this John Rolfe guy? Like, what's his history? So Rolf uh, helped sort of the settling of the community, and Pocahontas was not imprisoned in a Beauty and the Beast kind of way by Rolf. It was more a, a general. She was imprisoned by the English settlers. And in order to sort of bargain for peace, she agreed to marry John Rolf, and she took the name Rebecca when she got married, and it means mother of two peoples. She was sort of this hope, this this thread this through line of living peacefully um and bringing it back to our shores where we are right now um i also couldn't help but notice we are by the 1608 church it's really we've worked very hard to try and recreate as much as we can historically uh it's actually where pocahontas and john rolf got married in 16 oh 1614 i believe Sorry, I just noticed there's some trails that go beyond uh, some tape. Are those blocked off for any reason? What's behind them? Oh, uh, well, those are just a a few exhibits that aren't really ready for public viewing yet. There's some unstable remains of housing structures. We want to preserve the natural flora. There's the cave that we... Cave? (laughs) Yes, we don't allow visitors there yet. It's a -a once-in-a-lifetime viewing, though, honestly. Someday we'll open up to an external historian, and it'll be quite the scoop. Cool. Those structures are incredibly delicate, and the cave is something that only serious historians would be able to appreciate. We're serious historians. I don't know, girls. I don't want to sleep. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Well, what if we just uh, pop in uh, really quick and then run right back out? That's okay. I mean, you know, we don't want you to break the rules for us. Deirdre, um, can I just level with you? I just want to let you know that this episode is turning out really, really well. And all of the information that you've given us about um, Pocahontas and John Smith and the church and all of that stuff is really juicy, but we just need one thing that's going to pull the audience in. And and I think this is it, Ruth. I I really do. If we could just get in there, Deirdre, I mean, your episode could be the top listened to. And we wouldn't take any photos or anything. We'd just go and listen and then run right back out. You know, okay, um, I am so sorry. I have to use the restroom, and it's, it's pretty far back at the ranger station, so it might take me probably 15 minutes to go and and come back but you know my hips admittedly aren't what they used to be and the trails were a little slick so it it's probably closer to 20 minutes that'll take me to get back here 
So, will you wait for me here for 20 minutes? Absolutely. <laughs> Great. I'll be back. Like I said, the trails are slick. Be very careful. We have 20 minutes. Let's go. She said no. You there is no way she actually has to go to the bathroom the second I mention wanting to go to the cave. And, Ruth, the ranger station, it's like five minutes away from here. Don't you see what she's giving us? That is absolutely ridiculous. I have no idea. Do you hear what, what you're saying? Come on, let's go. Cave, 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 cave. It cave. is blocked off for a reason. I don't want to get kicked out of here for something stupid. I like this place. Don't be boring. I am not boring. It'll just take a few minutes. We'll walk by the houses, we'll see the cave, and run right back out. It'll be super, super easy. Please. Oh, five minutes. Yes, come on. Why are you hurrying? You said five minutes. Hey listeners, so Deirdre had to step away for a bit, so instead of hearing her narrate where we are, I'm going to give it a try. Um, what I'm looking at now is an exclusive section of Jamestown, uh, a series of skeleton structures. <clears throat> so for some context, in Salem, Massachusetts, most of the structures were houses constructed in a Puritan style. Think steep gables, casement windows, porches, but this, this isn't like that at all. This is wood, maybe, petrified wood, it looks like, uh, but it's bent, super bent, like you could make a lean-to out of it. Can you wait for me, please? Cool tree, right? Is it a tree? It's kind of like a tree. So, Building, hybrid. So, uh, a house? But there's nothing around it. Can we head back now? I can see the cave from here. I don't, I don't want to go in the cave. But the audio will be so good. It's just going to get echoey. You'll hear yourself say something like five times after you say it. Uh, that will be great, great, great. I can do this myself if you don't want to. You don't have to be here. It's a two-person show. It doesn't have to be. Well, just no running, please. wasn't paid though. These ones go with my London fog coat. Oh yeah, we're well, and that is really nice. Thank you. And I almost lost it at the dry cleaner. Is it the one with the uh, old guy? Yeah, 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 he's so nice. Yeah, and he nearly ruined my jacket. 
No, you can do your dry cleaning at home. It takes an afternoon, but it's not hard. Huh. I've never tried that. All right. Ruth and I are approaching the caves. Based on how close we are to the water and the direction we're walking in, I'd say that we are, if not in it, I think Island Drive is that way. Brilliant. We can hitchhike on out of here later. Ready? Do you have a flashlight? I have my phone. Virginia caves have been used throughout several political conflicts. Whenever war impeded foreign imports, Americans would turn to Virginia caves to mine the materials they needed for gunpowder. Do you need to narrate that much? Yes. How else are people supposed to get context? It's like the cornerstone of podcasting. It's just a lot. You'll get used to it. Caves were big for the War of 1812, too. Caves have always been important. It's kind of beautiful in here. Liz, I don't recognize these. We're, we're looking at um, some strange markings. I don't recognize them either. Are they Mataponi? We could probably figure it out if we knew what the material is, but the flashlight doesn't... Also, we're not archaeologists. And anyways, most of those artworks have already been lost with all the times caves got mined. This might not even be legit. Yeah, but it's here. I mean, yeah. It's more the question of why they're here. back do these go? We should head back. There's a fork. Pick one. I'm serious, Liz. I don't like this. Which path do you want? Neither. Ruth, this will be the last thing. I promise. I'd like to do the left one, if that's okay. I think there's more markings that way. Can I just wait here? That's a terrible story to get on tape. What are you doing? I can't believe you get service down here. Honestly, same. I'm going in. I'll tell you what I see, and then I'm walking out. And remember, I drove. You wouldn't leave me behind. You sure about that? <gasps> what? What happened? Yeah, it's just... Shoes. I told you. I know, I know. <clears throat> what do you see? Not much, honestly. There's not any more markings down here. You? Yeah, I have less here too. Oh, wait, no. Whoa, there's a bunch more. 
these ones are uh, near the floor. It looks like it's one big mural. Like a lot of people around a big tree and, and then a lot of people in a cave and then a lot of people in a scribble, I don't know. There's writing up here too. What language is it? I don't know. It looks ancient. Babylonian, maybe? Babylonian? Well, I don't know. It's not a language I've seen before. Can you take a picture? You're cutting out. Ruth? Uh, but I'll take a photo. Got it. I think I'm good in here. Ruth, what do you see? What language is it? You? Ruth? We did it. Honestly, I wasn't sure we were going to make it out there. I was joking. So, Ruth, uh, just so we have it in the moment, what happened in the cave back there? Are you serious? Just so we have it, uh, for the listener's sake. I fell, and now I want to go home. Right, but like, how did you fall? If we don't get it on mic, then what was the point? <sighs> All right, listeners, looks like we're going to have to tune in next episode to hear more about what happened. This is Elizabeth, signing off for Untold Virginia. See you soon. <laughs>